Welcome to the Kingdom Life Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Nilsson, speaker, author, and yes, life coach. We live in a noisy world with a million external influences vying for our attention. This is the space where we can quiet the noise, sort out our thoughts through honest conversation, and discover what it looks like to take aligned, faith-filled action in a world of endless possibilities. Hello, how you doing? It's me, Megan Nilsson. I am here once again. This has just been such a blessing. So thank you for meeting me here once again. I have been going through piece by piece my newest book, Untangled Faith, How Honest Conversations with God Lead to Deeper Connections, Clarity and Peace. And if you can believe it, we are getting close to the end. I know, it's crazy. It's been so, so fun to really piece apart this book and dive into each nuanced topic and section about hearing God's voice, what we do, how we hear it, when we when we do hear His voice, how do we confirm if it's His voice, and what do we do moving forward? So I want to share with you an amazing testimony. From the last couple of episodes, I was talking about responding in active faith and really talking about this idea that it's it's sometimes just frankly hard. It's just a difficult thing to listen to the Lord and do what he's asking you to do because many times he's asking us to step outside of our comfort zone, not because he wants to trick us or deceive us or, you know, have some sort of like terrible pop goes the weasel kind of surprise like, ah, oh my gosh, no. It's all about trusting him so that we can walk in obedience and see him glorified on this earth, see his spirit of love and wisdom manifest on this earth into other people in our own hearts and theirs as well. And so I'm so excited to share this review with you. First of all, if you've been listening to this episode or this podcast, I should say, and you have been blessed by any episode whatsoever, a word, uh, anything that the Lord has downloaded in your spirit, would you head to Apple and write a review? It's amazing. It helps other people find this show and it just testifies of God's goodness. So here we go. So a friend named Marvin actually hopped on and he wrote this amazing review after listening to episode 25, which was called Responding in Active Faith. And he writes this. He says, I finished up my morning walk and decided to take off on an errand when I found myself driving on a street I don't typically travel. As I was pondering some of what Megan had been sharing about simply just listening to the Holy Spirit's gentle prompting and realizing I was on a road I don't typically travel, I saw an older man stumble and collapse on the sidewalk. He appeared to be having a seizure, so I stopped and got out, approaching him and calling out to see if he was okay. He said he was injured, so I called the ambulance. I felt led to ask if this man wanted me to stay with him while he was being cared for, and he said yes. Words of comfort and conversation flowed from me to him that were not my own invention. I was so overwhelmed with the amaz- with amazement that God had directed me on this little traveled road at the exact moment this man needed help that I told him as they were loading him into the ambulance. I said, this was not a coincidence. I'm a believing person and believe God is watching over you because I never take this road. To which the man replied, I'm a believer too. My church is just down the street. Marvin writes, Megan, thank you for sharing your obedience to share what God shares with you. 
today seem to be orchestrated by the Holy Spirit to rescue not only this older man, but my heart and faith as well. I'm just beaming and just overjoyed by the goodness of God and that this work, this work of of following Jesus and walking out embodying his love and his his compassion on this earth is not just for ourselves. Marvin, listen, can, can a podcast change your life? Can a podcast save someone else's life? I mean, I guess the answer is absolutely yes. And thank you, Marvin, for testifying so that we all can see what it looks like to feel the nudge of the Holy Spirit. And you didn't know what was coming down the road. You just knew, hey, I'm on a different road. I feel led to pay attention. I'm going to open my eyes. And when this man stumbled and fell, like so many other people, you could have just kept driving by, driving by. I'm late. I have to go here. I have to go there. It was a good Samaritan kind of moment. And actually last week I was talking about this good Samaritan moments come to us. And we have a choice in those moments to say, okay, if I, if I don't stop and help, what will happen? You know, if I stop and help, what will happen to me? So, so often we're so self-protective that we're like, I don't know, that looks too messy. But the Good Samaritan stopped and said, if I don't help him, what will happen to him? So Marvin, God bless you. Thank you for sharing that story. And because you stopped, this older gentleman is alive and well. You you told me that you ended up calling his church and letting his church know that he was in the hospital. So thank you for taking care of him, listening to the Holy Spirit and really inspiring us to, to listen and walk it out, walk it out. We never know what's going to come throughout a day. So this week we are going to dive into the idea of reaching out. So I've walked you through this summer about sharing your thoughts with God, receiving beautiful mind renewal from him, exchanging the flesh, getting rid of what's limiting you in the flesh, receiving the spirit, receiving the life and asking the Lord, okay, what active step of faith are you asking me to take? What, how do I walk this out? So, so what? So I heard God, now what do I do? And I really want to talk today about what it means to, to seek confirmation and counsel. So again, I really want to drill down on this fact that we don't live this life of faith in a vacuum. In fact, I would be very concerned. I am very concerned about people who say, hey, this spiritual life, this life of following Jesus is just really between me and him. I follow Jesus. I kind of do what I want. I don't really need to be attached to other people. I don't need to be attached to a church. I actually don't believe that that is how God has orchestrated his kingdom. In the very in the book of Acts, we see God building his church. We, we, we see him tell Peter, listen, you are the rock on which I will build my church. So there is something, we are the bride of Christ. We collectively, the Big C Church, we come together messy, broken as we are, sinful human beings as we are, knowing that when his spirit comes in, it can heal and it can heal the brokenhearted. He's come to set his captives free and we don't do that alone period. I believe that with all of my heart. I love this particular Henry Wadsworth Longfellow quote, not from the Bible, but I think wise nevertheless. He says, a single conversation across the table with a wise man is better than 10 years mere study of books. And if I take that quote and I think about it in the spiritual sense, so many people read the Bible, read the Bible, read the Bible. And while the Bible is is God's word, it's alive and active, 
there's something even deeper when we take the words, when we take the images that God is giving us and the words that he's giving us, and we have a, a conversation with someone across the table. That's what church is. At least that's what church should be, is the opportunity to, to come face to face, to rub elbows with other people and have a conversation across a table, across an aisle and say, what do you think? How is this hitting you? What is God showing you? And so as you go through this journaling method, as you go through this process and you're hearing from the Lord and your, your Holy Spirit antenna are getting tuned to the frequency What does it look like for you to seek confirmation and counsel over what you are hearing? It is so tempting to retreat into this private little labyrinth of our own souls. It may sound so inviting to you to snuggle up with a little blanket and a cup of coffee and settle into the safety of your own mind. Because if you can just kind of hole up and live in your own little Christian bubble, then it just really doesn't get that messy. It's just you. You can kind of deal with you, right? But in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, we hear this. Scripture makes it clear that we are to test all things, hold on to what is good, and stay away from every kind of evil. How do we test all things? So again, this is not in an isolated vacuum. We want to test what we're hearing and see, is it bringing about goodness, the fruit of the Spirit, connection to God and to yourself and to other people? Or is it something that is is bringing about the flesh, a personal agenda, something that's disconnecting you from God and from others? There is a very clear difference. And when we seek godly counsel and we take the time to marinate on the word that we are receiving, we ask God to confirm it. Pay attention to your thoughts. Pay attention to your circumstances, signs and wonders. I just got done telling you a story about a man who was paying attention to his circumstances. He had just listened to an episode about following the promptings of the Holy Spirit. And he goes down a road that he hardly ever travels and a man stumbles in front of him. He has a choice at that moment. And yet he's he's thinking, okay, I'm paying attention to my thoughts. I'm paying attention to circumstances. God has put this in front of me and he responded in active obedience. So finding good godly counsel, it's imperative to the health of your Christian journey. I do believe if you want to thrive in an overflowing abundance of Christian health, then you've got to be connected with other people. I hope and pray that if you're listening to this podcast, you are in an active search to be connected to a church, a church body of believers. I understand church is not perfect. People hurt people. But God has provided the church. When you walk in the doors of those church, you are bringing in the power of the gospel and the Holy Spirit and the light of Jesus Christ. Other people are doing the same things. And there's this abundance of growth and love. Are you connected to other people in a church setting? If you are one of those people that is saying, I don't think I need to be involved in church. I think I can kind of do this thing on my own. I I honestly, I personally would question the health of that lifestyle. So if you want to take it up with me, if you want to message me and you want to have a respectful dialogue about this, by all means, I would love to hear kind of what what you're thinking and what God's told you and, and, and how you're confirming it. But I firmly believe that being involved in a church is absolutely important for your own health and for the health of, of the city and the community around you. So there's my little soapbox about church. Um I'm not saying you have to go every week and turn this into some sort of religious, you know, checklist, but pay attention. If you are disconnecting, I think it's time to reevaluate why, why you're doing that. So when you're seeking godly counsel, 
There really is a difference between seeking wise godly counsel in order to test the spirits and really discern what God is saying. And there's a difference between that and the need for fleshly confirmation because you just don't want to do the thing that God asked you to do. So in last week's episode, I was talking about four reasons why we don't walk in active faith. And one of the things, one of the reasons we don't is because we don't like it. We don't like what God is saying. And so requesting confirmation, listen, it's not bad. There's a lot of instances in scripture where people have asked God for a sign. And the, the, the story that I write about in the book that's coming to me today that I want to share with you is the story of Gideon. So in the Old Testament, in the book of Judges, we're reading about this little old Gideon and he's threshing wheat in a wine press, you know, you know what they used to do back in the day. And in order to hide it from the Midianites, who are their oppressors, and God tells him he's a warrior. An angel comes to him and says, listen, you are a valiant warrior. And Gideon says, you know what? If the Lord is with us, why then is all this oppression happening? Where are all his, all his wonders that our ancestors told us about? So Gideon actually pushes back. He's, he's in, that, in that place of active resistance. I've talked about that on the podcast as well, this place where it's like, hey, here's the word from the Lord, but I'm not really sure because I don't see it. I think that good, healthy dialogue and asking questions and a little bit of pushback is actually quite good. I really hope that you can, that's how you find a healthy church is when you can actually do that inside the walls of your church, inside the community of your church, and you won't be punished or penalized for it. So there's another little litmus test, another freebie for you. But the Lord turns to him and tells him to, to go in the strength you have and deliver Israel from the grasp of Midian. God is saying, Gideon, I am sending you. But Gideon does not just pick up his sword and immediately march into battle. No, 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 no. He responds with a lot of questions, actually. So I can, I can relate to you, Gideon. I got you. He said, please, Lord, how can I deliver Israel? Honestly, look at my family. It's the weakest in Manasseh. And I'm the youngest of my father's family. So he's like, listen, God, you have the wrong guy. He's got a lot of excuses. And graciously, the Lord reminds him that he will be with him. That's not enough. God's saying, hey, dude, I'm with you. And Gideon's like, okay, 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 okay. I actually would like a sign. So he proceeds to put out a woolen fleece on the fleshing, the threshing floor. That's a tongue twister. And if it's wet in the morning, then Gideon would know that God was with him. Sure enough, he wakes up, it's soaking wet, and he wrings out all the water into a bowl. All right, well, shoot, that was one answer to prayer. Okay, okay, okay. That miraculous sign was great, God, but how about if I go for another one? So the second time he, he says, if the fleece is dry in the morning, then that's going to do it. So what do you think he finds the next day on the fleece? A dry fleece. And God's like, all right, buddy. It's time to go. So Gideon moves forward as the commander of God's army. He's scared. He's weak. He's not the guy. And yet the Lord is with him. So I would highly recommend you to jump into the book of Judges. Read this for yourself if you want to be inspired. And if you think that God's picking the wrong, the wrong, the wrong woman, the wrong man, I want you to read Gideon's story. So here's the point. Asking for a sign of confirmation is not in and of itself a sin. It is not sinful to ask God for a sign, but it can be sinful if your motives are really more about self-preservation than to glorify God. This is a very nuanced kind of hair-splitting place, if you ask me. But it's, you know, it's not, maybe we can boil it down to this. 
Are you asking for a sign of confirmation because the word or invitation from God feels hard, uncomfortable, awkward? If so, you may be experiencing a faith over fear moment. So if you know that he's asking you to walk something out and you really want a sign because you just want to make sure one more time and one more time and one more time, well, then maybe God's like, hey, you know what to do. You're just too scared. I don't think he talks like that. You're letting fear take over and you're not going to do it. But however, if you're wondering how to make a God honoring decision about something and you simply don't know what to do, then seeking godly counsel is a very important part of the process. So as you're going through your days and you're, and you're listening to the Holy Spirit, begin to pay attention to, to the difference when you receive a word and an invitation to, to reach out, to love, to show compassion, to connect, I believe that it's time to just walk in obedience. But on the other hand, if, if opportunities are coming to you, say they're in the professional space, say they're in the relational space, and you're feeling stirred to, to collaborate with someone, to date someone, to marry someone, and, you, and you're saying, Lord, I don't want to jump out ahead of you. I want to go where you are leading. I'm sensing, I'm sensing that this might be an opportunity that you're bringing to me. This might be a person that you're bringing to me, but can you confirm? Can you show me that you are indeed behind this and you are leading me in this? Those are two very different perspectives. The key here is to check your motive. Why are you requesting the extra confirmation? If you're asking a sign for a sign because you simply don't want to do what God's asking you to do, that's one thing. But again, on the other hand, if you're leaning into the Holy Spirit for divine counsel regarding a sticky situation, maybe, maybe it really is unclear which way you should go. Then scripture clearly tells us that we are to listen to counsel and receive instruction so that we, we may be wise later in life. Perhaps it's time to invite other people into this conversation. That was Proverbs 19.20. I'm going to give you three extra verses right now that will help you understand this. So Proverbs eleven fourteen says, without guidance, a people will fall, but with many counselors, there's deliverance. So when you have a good, healthy system of counselors, there will be deliverance for you and for other people. Proverbs 15, 22, plans fail when there's no counsel, but with many advisors, they succeed. So bring people around you. What does it look to bring people in with different perspectives? Now, not people that don't understand like biblical perspective, but people inside that space, we all have different, you know, we, we have all different expert areas of expertise, different things we bring to the table. So see if you can surround yourself with wise people. Proverbs 24, 6, it says, for you should wage war with sound guidance. Victory comes with many counselors. I think you've gotten the point. There's obviously a difference between seeking godly counsel and wise advice for your life and needing sign after sign after sign after sign after sign to do what God has clearly called you to do. So how do you find godly counsel? Here are some things that you can consider when you're looking for godly counsel. Is there someone in your life that you would like to emulate? Someone who, when you look at his or her life, you see the fruit. You see them following the Lord and bearing good fruit. And you see a, a mantle of wisdom over them. Pay attention. Talk to that person. Ask them what they're doing. Ask them what they think, what they sense God's doing in your life. Look for someone who will give you honest, encouraging, corrective counsel. 
So don't just look for somebody who's just going to tell you what you want to hear. Someone who's going to placate you, but look for someone who can really come with beautiful, loving honesty and encourage you in the ways of the Lord. That's the kind of person that you're looking for. If you don't know someone like that, then start asking around. Get recommendations regarding people that you could connect with. And I don't want you to forget that the Holy Spirit is absolutely a counselor and guide. We learn that in the book of John when Jesus is talking about the Holy Spirit. He's going to send someone who is an advocate, a guide, wise counsel. This is who the Holy Spirit is for you. So you can listen to the whisper of the Holy Spirit. You can listen to the promptings and you can process these thoughts and the nudges and the feelings with a trusted, wise counsel. These are not mutually exclusive. In fact, I would argue that listening to the whisper of the Holy Spirit through your own quiet time with the Lord and processing these nudges and feelings with a trusted, wise soul is actually the perfect, fantastic combination for kingdom living. We follow and serve a gracious God. He's merciful to confirm his word. He's not out to trick you or deceive you or again, like jump out and scare you when you walk out in faith. There's time to breathe and there's time to process. It's just a matter of how you go about it. How are you examining the words in your life? This is what I do. This is the the beautiful work that the Lord has invited me into as a kingdom life coach. I walk with people and I help them confirm the words in their life. Together, we create a very safe space to begin to, to listen to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, to get excited about and dream about what he's calling you into that feels above and beyond, calling you to the next level of capacity, of influence, of authority. And yet, We human beings, you, me, whoever, we don't always know how to do that. We get get stuck in the silo of our own brains and our own perspective. So it's often quite healthy and actually transformational to invite someone into this process with you, a counselor, a mentor, a coach. If you are at the place where you're thinking that working with a kingdom life coach could be the next right step for you, I would absolutely love to schedule a, a call. I'm, I'm smiling as I'm saying that because I just got off a call yesterday with this beautiful woman who heard me actually on a different podcast. I was on the uh, Sarah Taylor Passion Meets Purpose podcast, which was amazing. I loved that episode. It's a fantastic conversation if you want to go back and listen to that. But she reached out to me. She said, hey, I just heard you on Sarah Taylor's Passion Meets Purpose podcast. And you said that you have a, a free curiosity call. And, and, and if I if this is not the right thing, if you don't really want to talk to me, if I'm not the right fit, then please just, just cancel my, my appointment. And so when we got on the call yesterday, I just lovingly reminded her, I said, I am 100% serious. When I say, let's schedule a call, no strings attached. I want to hear what is God doing in your life? What is he calling into? Who are you? We had the most beautiful conversation and I felt like I got to speak words of empowerment and wisdom over here over her and, and, and share the vision that I feel like God is giving a, a vision that, that has been spoken over her in other areas of life. And I did not know that I was just saying, Hey, is he calling you into this type of career? And she said, Oh my goodness, I don't know. It's possible. And I said, you know what? I think he is. So if you want to do some deeper work there, we could absolutely talk about working together. But for now, I'm going to pray for you and just bless and release you to go and do this work with the Lord. So I will do the same for you. 
if you have been listening for any length of time and you are intrigued and you want to have a conversation and just go after what could God be stirring in your soul, please reach out to me. You can head to my website, meganbnilson.com, or you can go to calendly.com slash mbnilson slash 30 minutes, or just message me on Facebook or Instagram. I don't care how you do it. Just find me, track me down, and I would love to hear what is coming up for you. What thoughts are coming up in your heart and your mind and you're wondering, is this God? Is this his voice? Is this what he's asking me to do? And together we will lovingly go after this and really seek confirmation in a loving, safe, exciting, encouraging space. So there you go. Lastly, if you are listening to this episode, the week of September 18th, then this week, this very week, I am starting the online study, Untangled Faith, Spiritual Formation Book Study. Our very first Zoom will be Friday, September 22nd, 2023. Go to untangledfaithbook.com. It is not too late to sign up. We are going to connect and introduce ourselves on the very first call. And then I will give you your instructions and your curriculum from there. So I love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with me. Just praying that you receive wise, godly counsel in your life. What does that look like for you today? All right. See you next time. Thank you so much for listening. If this episode challenged or inspired you, I would be honored if you would rate it and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts so others can hang out with us too. If you'd like to connect at a deeper level, you can find me on Instagram at Megan underscore Nilsen or head to my website, meganbnilsen.com and schedule a free curiosity and connection call. Let's keep the conversation going.